Good morning, Blog Talk World. Good morning. This is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, coming at you this Saturday, July 30th, for another exciting show. Hey, it's our one-year anniversary. One year ago today, I came on the air for the first time ever doing radio by myself. Didn't have a clue, but I had a passion. I had a drive. Something was driving me. Need and necessity was driving me. And here I am a year later, still here and going strong, getting stronger, expanding the show, and loving every minute of it and continue to push forward, research, and bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. I said I wasn't going to talk about um, those people. You know the ones I'm talking about. It's all in the news. Um, You've repeatedly heard me call them clowns. Well, they've graduated now. They've graduated to idiots. They're not clowns anymore. And honestly, I think each and every one of them to go back to seventh grade. And learn civics, learn civics all over again. But now I'm getting ready to say something controversial, and it may ruffle some feathers. But you know what? If it ruffles your feathers, give me a call. Give me a call and let's talk about it, 347-637-1008. Now, here's my controversial statement. It's not their fault that they're idiots. It's our fault that we put them there. You heard me. It's not their fault that they're idiots. It's our fault that we put them there. Now, let me explain that a little bit to you. We have a tendency to think about it like this. Your next-door neighbor, your next-door neighbor right now, how fond of you are you, how fond of your next-door neighbor are you? Just think about that for a second. Now take your next-door neighbor and put them in office. And we have the nerve to call them honorable. It's your next-door neighbor, the person you couldn't stand. They were nosy. They were bitchy. They were whatever. But now you want to put them in office and call them honorable. If your next-door neighbor couldn't handle his personal finances, What makes you think your next-door neighbor can handle the country's finances? We are dealing with idiots, idiots. And the sad part about dealing with idiots is they're going to tank this economy. You got some clowns out there calling themselves tea partiers. I hope I'm ruffling your feathers. Give me a call. Share it. I hope I'm ruffling your feathers. Remember, I don't talk politics on this show, but I do talk about issues. We got some clowns out there calling themselves tea partiers who are so far to the right and saying things like, well, we don't care. Drop the credit rating. We don't care. They're not understanding that everything has a ripple effect. If you take a rock and drop it in the center of a pond, you can be on the bank and think you're not going to be affected, but you will be. You drop a rock, it causes ripples. 
when the interest rates go up on every loan, when the taxes increase. See, we all pay taxes. I don't care if you're poor, homeless, wealthy, whatever. We all pay taxes. Every time you buy something, you pay a tax. Heck, I got my water bill the other day. Listen to this. I'm being charged for the water. I'm being charged for the ability to draw the water. I'm being charged for the water being sent to me, and I have to pay a fee on all of it. I only use $14 worth of water, but my bill is $70. Go figure. Go figure. So you're going to pay taxes, but it's your fault. Make sure. You know, we we really need to have a standard in this country. And then I'm going to get off this soapbox because it's my anniversary. I, what the heck am I talking about this nonsense for? But I'm going to get off this soapbox in a minute. But it's a shame when Apple, a company, Apple, has $76 billion in cash. And our country only has $75 billion in cash on hand. Go figure. People, wake up. Now, I think there needs to be a standard in place. If you have not run a successful business, okay, one, if you have not been involved in some type of civics, uh, governmental organization on a lower level, that's, I mean, your local level, grassroots, you should not be elected to Congress. And, you know, these people that are out here hollering about the president, okay, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm a big fan. Okay, the man is doing whatever he has to do, but go back to civics for just a second. There are three branches of the government. How many people understand that? The president does not have the power to be the end-all, be-all. That's why you have a House of Representatives and a, and a Senate. Now, you have to understand how civics work a little bit, how the government works. It's checks and balances. Bills can be created in the House. Those bills have to be ratified, approved. Once they are approved, they, are, they then go to the Senate. The Senate can either reject it, rewrite it, or approve it. If the Senate decides to reject it, they can reject it uh, with stipulations, send it back to the House for approval to do some changes. You're wondering, why is this guy giving me a civics lesson on, a civics lesson on Saturday morning? Because most of us need to understand the process. Now, I was a political science major, so I, I know a little bit about this. We need to understand the process. If that bill goes back to the House, the House has to make some changes. And if they don't make those changes within a certain time limit, the bill will become table. It dies. Vice versa, a bill can also be created in the Senate. But the Senate has to send that bill to the House for that House for, for, for that bill to now be approved by the House. Okay, not one time did I say the President, because he's nowhere in this. This is between the Senate and the House of Representatives. 
Once it's all done, the Senate votes on it and approves it, the House votes on it and approves it, then that bill, it's still a bill. I don't know how many of you remember Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. How many of you remember that? Because it doesn't become a law until it goes to the president's desk. That little lesson, I hope you're learning something from it. Don't get all wrapped up into this hoopla. Call. Blow up the phone lines. Make them understand that if you don't get this together, you won't be there next year. It's just that simple. Now, it's my anniversary, and I'm happy. I'm very happy. I know it sounds like I was a little irritated. No, it's the same thing all the time. Everybody's talking about the economy. It's going to tank. They're dropping the dollar, you know. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I do want to sound like a pissed-off citizen. Get your act together. Get the hell out. Excuse my language. Okay. Now, for the anniversary, it's been one year we've expanded into the local market. We're now in the Tampa Bay, and I found out something yesterday. I found out something. I'm actually syndicated. Wow. Wow. One year, and I'm syndicated. Go figure. I'm in about four or five markets on the local local level. Man, that's cool. And all that, and as a friend said, $4.99 still will get me only a cup of coffee at Starbucks. And if I don't have the taxes, which may go up, then I still can't afford my cup of coffee. So go figure. But what I want to do today is I I, I want to give away some things. Mm-hmm. Do I have your attention? Do I have your attention this morning? I want to give away some things. Now, you've been hearing me talk about the credit union, and that's not going to stop. It's not going to stop because right now it's the safest bet. It's the safest bet for any citizen that is putting their money inside of a bank. We really ought to be appalled at the way the banks have treated us. Um, <laughs> they took your money. Right, because those idiots gave it to them. They took your money, made millions on your money, and then when the government started to twist their arm and say, okay, we're going to watch everything you do with this money, they gave you your money back. After they had made billions on your money, they gave your money back. And then they slapped you in the face because they said, you know what, hey, appreciate it, thanks for the money, but no, I'm not giving you any loans, I'm not going to do any mortgages. So yet we still hold our depository accounts with them. What would happen if we all just extracted our money from a bank on one day? Now, mind you, um, if we don't get our act together by Tuesday, by midnight Tuesday, you're going to see some other things happening. And a lot of banks don't want this. People go to running on the banks and pulling their money out. They're not going to be happy. Listen, people, we have the power. The power is in our hand. Realize it. Stop laying back and waiting and letting things happen to you. Take control, but take control with some knowledge. Please, please take control with some knowledge. Listen, I'm going to uh, 
drop a couple of commercials on you, take a drink of water, and then we're going to get back to a real show of what's going on, the celebration. I'm happy. I do want to hear from you, 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. I do want to hear from you. And the third caller today, I'm going to send you out a copy of the book. Only if you're trying to buy a car. Only if you're trying to buy a car. But, you know what, let me change that. Heck, it's the anniversary. I'm going to send it out to you anyway. The third caller, 347-637-1008. And I'll be back momentarily. And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial. Leading off, Vehicle Loans. Batting second, Grove Visa Credit Card. Third, Grove Student Loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, Home Loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. Hey, I'm back. I'm back on this beautiful Saturday in Tampa Bay. I don't actually, I don't see a cloud in the sky. Uh, things are really great. I'm loving it, loving the sunshine. It's a little hot though. It's a little hot, man. I know we have a heat wave going across the country. Uh, turn your fans on, drink a lot of water, stay in the shade, be cool, because dying is not worth it. Be cool. Dying is not worth it. Listen. I'm supposed to have a guest coming on today. He is hes a Haitian-American, and I've been knowing this gentleman probably about five years. And we actually worked on something, a big project for Haiti. Um, some of you who know me uh, know that I used to own a golfing club, um, the nation's premier ethnic golf club. Uh, formerly the United States Black Golfers Association. And what we did was we wanted to highlight Haiti. Uh, And let me tell you the significance behind highlighting Haiti. And all of this was before the earthquake. All of this was before the earthquake. But we we were highlighting Haiti because Haiti is, you know, of course, a part of the Caribbean island chain in the West Indies. And it's pretty much a, you know, it has a, I'm going to say a tyrannical government. Um, it's falling apart. It's in, it's in, you know, there's a lot of uh, social unrest, political unrest there. And the people are poor. However, don't get it twisted. There are some rich people there. But it's truly a have versus have not. So what we wanted to do was highlight Haiti in the sense that show the world that this island could be a beautiful spot. It could be a resort haven. And 
what I heard from a lot of people here in this country was simply this. Uh, are you crazy? I mean, Haiti? I mean, you could pick anywhere else to do a golf tournament instead of Haiti. Come on. I mean, so much unrest now. Right. That's the closed mind. Because the Europeans and the Asians were looking and saying, wow, we could put money in that country and really promote tourism and make money. Kind of like Dubai. Dubai was a fishing community 30 years ago. Now it's one of the richest places on the planet. And as some of you may be listening to me like, what is this guy talking about, Dubai, Haiti? I mean, I'm, I, I'm here in America. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is money flows, but it doesn't just flow here. It flows all around the world. And becoming a learned person is, is really a cool thing because you can learn a lot about what goes on in the world. Um, at the time, Representative Kendrick Meek, who was down in South Miami, on his desk, on his desk, he had a half, one half of a trillion dollars, that's $500 billion, people, from companies all around the, all around the globe that were looking to invest and rebuild Haiti. That's a lot of money. And we were scheduled to put on a golf tournament. This golf tournament was going to be the first ever Haitian Open. A lot of people told me, you're crazy. They don't, they don't play golf in Haiti. So what, what's the deal? Well, what I did was research that, no, they don't play golf in Haiti, but that wasn't the point. Because if you bring in tourism, People will play golf. Golf courses will be built, and people will play it. So the gentleman that's going to come on, he kept the reins going. We started the first-ever Haitian Open golf tournament, golf classic. And we were, this happened, we were scheduled to do the golf tournament two weeks before the earthquake happened in Miami because they wanted too much money. When I tell you, you know, here's a country that doesn't play golf. They have one, one or two golf courses in the entire country, but they wanted to charge us $100,000 to do the golf tournament there. I, geez, I guess I was a stupid American. <laughs> so that didn't happen, so we were going to do it in Miami. But we couldn't get a lot of support. We had some sponsors on board, but we couldn't get enough support because a lot of people just didn't see what we were doing. But now... It's kind of like I was ahead of my time. Jude was ahead of his time. So we started this thing, and now he still has it going on. He is actually doing it in Chicago, and he's supposed to be on today to talk about that, bring awareness to the Haitian Open Golf Classic that he's doing in Chicago and the significance of the, of, of the golf tournament and what it would mean for the country of Haiti. And him being Haitian-born, he is an American citizen now, uh, I think two years now. He's an American citizen, but he's been back and forth to Haiti. And he'll tell you that the stuff that he saw in Haiti, no, uh, the televisions didn't show it. The televisions just didn't show it. He said the country is definitely destitute now, and it's time for change. And honestly, uh, we're all in this world together. 
you, you can sit in your homes and say it doesn't affect me, but it affects everybody. And it's one of those things that I believe in the cause of what happened, and I want to support it however I can. So hopefully he will be on and we can talk more about that. Um, last week, before he comes on, last week we had our debut show in the Tampa Bay area. That was the little brief commercial that you heard. We had our, we had our debut show in the Tampa Bay market, uh, Tampa Bay and Arkansas markets. And I thought it went very well. Um, the first show, I was very proud of it. I can tell you this, I love radio. I never had a passion, never had a desire to do radio. But after I left the station last week, and we're on at 3 p.m., so you'll be able to check us out uh, on um, TAN Talk. That's talk 1340com You can hear uh, my live show at 3 p.m., and if you're on the web, you'll also see my face in the studio. We're going to have a guest this evening. Uh, We've had him here on this show. Uh, His name is Steve Van, and he's talking about something that that I believe you need to know about, uh, and it's diminished value. Now, I had a listener (laughs) call me during the week and say, listen, um, I I want to know about jobs. I don't have a car, so I don't care about diminished value. I said, okay, I want to know about jobs. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a house, so I don't care about a mortgage. I want to know about rent. Can you tell me some ways that, you know, we can beat the rent game? Can you tell me some ways that we could get a, you know, a job? What are employers looking for? So with that, it spawned the idea that in the next, month or so, I have a lineup for the shows that we're going to be doing. But I am going to bring on that issue. I actually am probably going to do a two-part series where I have a job recruiter in the studio as well as an HR person in the studio because this is something that people want to know about. How, How can I keep my household going? What is it that I need to do? What about resumes? How do you get a good resume out there? I was listening to a gentleman. I was doing a webinar this week, and I was listening to a gentleman, and his name is Peter Shankman. Now, who he is is not as important as what he said, or at least not to me. Maybe to him he is. I'm sure he is. But what he said was the dumbing down of America, the dumbing down of America, is affecting your ability to get a job because people can't write. People can't write anymore. He said he actually had a, a lady who was graduating Harvard send him a letter. He said everything was fine. Her resume was fine. It looked good. The last statement, the last statement on her cover letter stopped her from working at his company. And it read, 
Here's the statement, and you'll hear it, and you won't think anything is wrong with it until I break it down for you. But the statement read, I look forward to bringing my skills and talent to your job and helping grow your company. I look forward to meeting you. Yours truly. Nothing's wrong with that statement, is it? But in her language, instead of using letters, she used the number four, me, four. You know, like you're doing this, um, oh, that's my, that's our caller. I don't know why he's calling myself, well, he should be calling on the air. But what, what, what she did was she spoke to him like she would text her friend. When you are going after a professional job, regardless of who the person is hiring you, they may be sitting behind the desk in a T-shirt and jeans. You do not feel comfortable enough with them to talk like they look. You can't do that. You have to be professional. Your language has to be professional. All of your writing has to be professional. So these are things that I am going to. It it touched me, so I'm going to bring that to you because right now in desperate times, people need to know what it is that they need to do to get a job. So i tell you what we're going to do. Since my caller is calling in to me, what we're going to do is we're going to call him live from the studio. Okay, now, let me figure out how to do this. We can all do it together. If I mess up, I'm with you. So hang on. We're going to call a guest. I'm going to keep talking. All right, the guest. Hmm. Let's see if this works. And if it does, then I just learned something new, and I'm cool. So here we, here we go. Because they're live. This is pretty cool. Uh, good morning. Thank you for calling. Jude, how are you? You're on the air, by the way, so don't say anything crazy. Oh. <laughs> good morning, my friend. That's the end of the great work you are doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, oh, that's cool. That's cool. But, yeah, we're live on the air. I saw you called my cell phone, so I said, you know, let me give you a call. This is the first time I've done this. Actually, okay. called out. Yeah, through call the, out. Um, through the, yeah, yeah, called out through the switchboard. So I got you on okay. the air. Listen, I talked a little bit about uh, the Haitian Open and our relationship of how it started. But Absolutely. if you don't mind, introduce yourself and talk about tell tell people who you are, what you do, your status in life, and what it is that you're doing with the Haitian Open. Well, you know, as you know, Essie, uh, a few years ago when we started this, uh, first of all, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is uh, you know Jude Jean Pierre. I'm uh, in life. I'm just a wiggler, uh, a, a pharmacist. And I've gone and operated small pharmacy businesses uh, throughout my my career. But in the past few years, uh, for some reason, uh, way before the earthquake in Haiti, uh, we, you know, I decided to uh, to really get involved in trying to find solutions of what we could do uh, for long-term care solution in terms of business for Haiti. And uh, in, in in doing that, 
uh, I was uh, I came across the uh, United States Black Golfers Association, and I said, well, you know, if, if I was going to call the PGA to do something in Haiti, I'm not sure they're going to take me serious. So uh, I, I said, well, let me uh, let <laughs> you know. I said, well, let me uh, give uh, uh, the uh, USBGA at that time uh, a phone call and, and to see you know where where things are you know what they think about uh, some of the suggestions that I had at that time. Well, and that's how I uh, came across with uh, SE, and uh, we started talking, and uh, your uh, SE started really say, "Well, dude, that's a that's a great idea." You know, no one has ever really approached uh, that area before. You know, what we can do to do uh, some uh, good things for Haiti, long-term solutions. You know, uh, and that's how we we became involved in, in trying to do something that was quite different than the uh, regular thinking uh, in the Caribbean for Haiti. But, but before I start, I think I, I just wanted to elaborate a little bit on Haiti because a lot of people don't understand the nature of what's going on down there, and uh, they, they don't understand how Haiti is sitting in the Caribbean and how it is impacted by the uh, competing island, you know. And as we know that uh, uh, traveling is uh, tourism, is a trillion-dollar industry, and Haiti sitting there is not getting uh, really a fraction of what uh, it deserves. You know, as you know, that uh, the Haitian uh, participated in the uh, uh, independence of this country. You know, the Haitian regiment in the French uh, army uh, fought earlier uh, during the independence of this country and fought at Savannah, Georgia. You know, they called the uh, Haitian regiment. And that's how when the Haitians went back to, to Haiti, uh, they were able to uh, uh, develop the Haitian army and also uh, do a revolution. And that took the French out of the context uh, in Haiti. And that also has right. an impact in, in America. But when right. we start thinking about that, and, and in order to really understand Haiti, you have to see that Haiti is really the only small independent country, the true independent nation in the Caribbean. Uh, and if you look at all the other islands, for example, Puerto Rico uh, is part of the U.S., uh, and then you have uh, uh, Jamaica, when you look at the dotted line, is also part of uh, the British Empire. Uh, if you look at the Bahamas, that's part of the British Empire. If you look at you know, all the other islands, they, they are attached somehow by a major uh, a power that really uh, trying to develop them and help them out. But Haiti is different. Right. Haiti is by itself. So Essie and I, you know, we sit down, we did some uh, brainstorming, and we talk about everything. Essie uh, had the opportunity to uh, really learn about Haiti. Uh, and then we said, well, you know, we can't do the whole thing all at once. Let's start doing just little things that could get involved. And, and as we met in, uh, in, uh, in Florida, uh, we sat down with uh, Dr. Confident, and it's a major project that he's doing down there, trying to get the mm -hmm. five-star resort uh, called Serenity uh, Project right. start in Haiti. Uh, it's a 320-something acres uh, oceanfront property uh, in Essie. And after so many months of discussion, Essie really, you are the guy who came in and uh, lead the way and said, man, we can get this thing done for Haiti. That's something that, that, and that, that would be nice. And this is how we get involved with the golf, with the golf process because uh, SE was the guy who was ahead of, ahead of the game trying to get the golf course as we decided that the golf course would be the first thing that we could do and do some villas right. around the golf course and then later on bring that major five-star resort in Haiti with ocean, an oceanfront property. So this is how we get really involved. So I'm, I'm trying to watch things a little bit because I know we, uh, time is limited for us, but to give people a perspective of what we're trying to accomplish in Haiti. Well, as we work mm -hmm. on that, you know, Essie was ahead of the game, you know, calling Haiti and we're trying to get the Haitian what happened in <laughs> Haiti itself. <laughs> yeah, so, I did, yeah, I dude, that was a lot of fun. 
That was a lot of fun, man. We're trying to get yeah, this done. We, we only had a nine-hole golf course in Haiti. We're trying to get this thing done. But <laughs> the AFC, man, you, you know, man, I think I had to talk to you, man. All the effort that you put in on this project, you know, uh, it, it was it, it was something very, very emotional because we were doing yeah. it because we really wanted to do it for with our hearts, trying to find a new equation, you know, to do things Absolutely. for Haiti. But people don't really didn't understand the concept of what exists in, uh, in, in Haiti. So right. and I said, Hesty, I said, why don't you do let's let's do some example. If you call anywhere in the US right now and you call any travel agency and you tell them you want to go to Haiti on a vacation, you can't get it because they're gonna to try to deter you and tell you to go somewhere right. else, whether go to Jamaica or the Bahamas or, or uh Antigua Bay, wherever they're gonna send you somewhere else. Whereas and that's right. where we come to where man, we, we, we got work to do, Hesty. We 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 have to find a way to do some great marketing for Haiti. And Haiti has so much to offer. You know, when it comes it down does. to tourism, you know, Haiti has has, has over a hundred forts that exist over there. You know, and 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 uh, history, uh, the thing that the Haitian has accomplished, you know, is just fade away in the in the history books. But right now, we need to bring some of those stuff out to promote Haiti and find a new solution uh, uh, to see what we can do there. But not to talk about the the golf course project. And then, as he mentioned, said, well, why don't we start doing some uh, golf tournament here? In America, we could do them in, in Florida, and then later on, you know, as we pick up more momentum, more people participate on the on the Haitian, you know, uh, event, so they get to know that, and then later on, by that time, the golf course would be ready. So all those who participate in this in this golf tournament, then now they know that there will be one day where we can bring the Haitian Open home in Haiti and, and make it happen there, and, and something that would bring tourism down. So that's one of the reasons why we are doing what we're trying to do. So, and, and, and exactly. yeah, I, I say thank you to the uh, Legally Still Show uh, uh, giving the opportunity uh, to tell the public, to tell the people uh, the essence and what we're trying to do uh, for, 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 for Haiti right now. Well, Jude, what we're going to do is we're going to actually um, over, you know, I know, I, matter of fact, Tell us when this golf tournament is going on and where is it going to take place? Well, Lenny, everything that we're trying to do, what we try to do is try to bring a little historical uh, aspect in, in, in what we are trying to accomplish. Uh, the exactly. reason why we past few years we've, we've uh, chosen Chicago, uh, Chicago, uh, the event is going to be on Friday, August 19th to the 21st of this year, but we did it last year. Also, okay. and, and the reason why we are doing it in Chicago because Chicago is a city that was founded by the Haitian called Jusab. He's the first trader who traded with the uh, Indian in uh, in Lake Michigan uh, way back. So uh, if you go to Chicago anywhere, as a matter of fact, on Lakeshore and now in Chicago, you can see a big statue of the Buddha of uh, Jusab, and then also we have the Jusab Museum. So there is an historical uh, affiliation with what we are trying to do, and then keep this in Chicago because Chicago was a city founded um, by this uh, great Haitian man called Jusab who came from Haiti and, and did trading right. uh, uh, way before. So that's the historical uh, aspect of what we are trying to do and keeping it in Chicago. But the event is going to be on Friday night, uh, on Friday, not Friday night, but Friday, uh, August 19th to the 21st. Uh, we are also uh, having on the 20th, uh, which is the West of the golfers, depending on the number of golfers that we have. We also have the Legally Still Show, uh, who's going to be having a, a <laughs> brunch on Saturday, uh, uh, August 20th, that have give the opportunity to do some live communication and present things for us. And then on Saturday night, 
we will have the Imperial Gala that will have to do with a trophy presentation and some good music and uh, some fun and also a time to reflect back and what we can do to uh, keep this project going. And then, uh, and then uh, the next day on Sunday, uh, it will be kind of a ticket to the Dusab Museum and uh, visiting Chicago and things like that. So that's what we're trying to do. So you're telling me that Saturday night I need to bring a black tie? Well, you know, uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> You know, everything that we do, everything that we do, we attach some kind of historical thing to it. And the, the, the reason why we call it the Imperial Gala, because uh, Haiti uh, became the first uh, black independent nation in, in, in the Americas, right after America. So America had mm -hmm. independence in uh, 1776, and Haiti it became the, the second oldest republic in the Americas in 1804. And, and during that period of time, Haiti had kings. Uh, this is the only country in the North America, in the entire America, that had kings and emperor. Uh, and uh, in North America, uh, the Haitian emperor was Jean-Jacques Dessalines. He was the first uh, emperor. We're not going to say even he was the first black emperor, but to do justice, we're going to say he was the only and first emperor in the Americas. And, and okay. that's one of the reasons why we're going back to a historical uh, artifacts and to say that we're calling this event uh, the Imperial Gala. So we're going back to right. some of these historical ways to, to show people and also an opportunity to teach people about the, uh, the, the, the background of Haiti and some of the things that Haiti have done. Now, other thing that Haiti had participated in is to really give, uh, once Haiti had become independent, uh, Haiti had fought against Spain and against France uh, to keep Haiti independent, to keep the Dominican Republic independent, and Haiti had occupied the Dominican Republic for 25 years. And as you could okay. see, Haiti went down to this, uh, South America and liberated a numerous number of countries. Now, the Haitians fought in Chile, they fought in Venezuela, they fought in, in South America, a great number of countries. And as a matter of fact, there is one country that in South America today called Bolivia. And the name of the country, after they gained their independence, the Haitians helped them get their independence. They renamed the country right. to Bolivia in name of the Haitian general. His name was Simon Bolivar, who fought. Uh, for these people down there in South America and give them their independence against Spain. And therefore, the, 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 the country had renamed itself after the Haitian general. So there are a lot of historical things that we're going to bring out to the world and to let right. the world know this is, this is what Haiti is about. Okay, and also, and, and, and as you could see, the earthquake now has changed the equation and all those things that we've been working on on those projects right now, exactly. we have to rearrange everything again uh, uh, to make things happen for Haiti. And uh, we, well, we thank you, SC, for all your effort uh, way before the earthquake and all the great things. You, you never give up about Haiti. You're always there. You know, uh, you, are, you, you are really the father of the Haitian Open. And I, I really wanted to, to, to say thank you on the air to let people know that you're the one, uh, despite everything else, was there before all this happened on the earthquake. But now, again, we have to regenerate. We cannot forget about Haiti. And uh, right now, especially at this time, there's a great number of all the tragedies around the world. And Haiti has right. been forgotten in, 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 un, underneath the wall. So we need to come back and, and, and rejuvenate our energy and make things happen well, for Haiti. Well, Jude, I can tell you this. Um, I know your passion. And, you know, honestly, I think that had we done it a, a little different, um, brought on an aspect like, say, radio, mm -hmm. uh, to actually get the word out because individually – you and I can only talk to so many people at one time. Absolutely, absolutely. 
But having a platform like a radio vehicle or something where we can reach out to the people and they can hear what's going on, they can hear your passion. This is the beautiful thing about what we're doing now is this radio broadcast, once this once this show is over, you can actually take this broadcast, go to iTunes, I'll send you all that information. But now you can link this message up. Put this message on the Haitian Open website where people can hear it. They can listen in, they can hear it and hear the passion and what is really going on because, you know, some of the things that we ran into was, well, you know, nobody plays golf in Haiti. I mean, that's not that's a right. national that's sport. Right. You know, why would you, why would you go down to Haiti? I mean, come on, you could go to the Dominican Republic. You could go to, uh, you know, uh, the Bahamas. Why go to Haiti? Well, it well, wasn't that's, about that's, golf. Golf mm-hmm. was simply a vehicle to actually right. bring awareness to the country of what exactly. needs to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and, and that's, that's exactly sometimes people uh, don't have the understanding of what we are trying to do. And I think uh, with the radio show and all the great things that you have done, that's going to create us, give us the opportunity uh, to present that information. You know, this is not about playing golf in Haiti. This is not about playing golf anywhere. This is about exactly. creating a vehicle, like you said, uh, to bring tourism into Haiti. Okay, uh, Haiti has the most, uh, one of the most beautiful uh, oceanfront properties, beautiful sites, you know. So the country is really untouched, you know, uh, and uh, this would give us the opportunity uh, to present serenity, the serenity project uh, to the people and let them know that there is a five-star resort that are about to take place in Haiti, and we want the tourism dollars that travel to that travel to the Caribbean. We want some of that uh, tourism dollars to go down to Haiti and create job and create opportunity from the island, and let the world know that now there is a new sense of renewal uh, with uh, the the the, uh, the in the Haitian diaspora and also in the Haitian uh, uh, services that we're trying to redevelop uh, down there, and the opportunities are, are very well. So that's why we had to do our research. And not only look into uh, to see what's going on in, in Haiti, but we had to look at what's going on around Haiti, the impact that's going on around exactly. Haiti. So those exactly. Those other islands, those other islands right now, when you see a $500 million resort in Jamaica, you know, that's a British Empire project, okay? Yeah. Haiti doesn't have that kind of support. When you see another major project in Puerto Rico, that's the United States major uh, financial backup that, that do, that's doing that project. And when you see exactly. a, a project in the Bahamas, that's also British money that's putting in the, uh, in the Caribbean doing that kind of stuff to control and manipulate. So when somebody drops a pen in Haiti, that makes news uh, 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 throughout the world to rulers who are trying to bring the negative information about Haiti and black Haiti from getting what they deserve, the opportunity to develop the island into a major impact. And people know that Haiti has, is a country that has provided so much good. You know, the United States of America was only nine colonies, the Florida all the way to New York, with Delaware being the first state. And going west, right. there is nothing. Because of the Haitian army defeated Napoleon's army, not once, but twice, Napoleon right. had to surrender the land called Louisiana Purchase, which includes from all the way from Louisiana, from west, from east, going all the way to the west to California. So this is another impact of Haiti on the world. And the world needs to right. know about this. And in order for them to know it, we have to do those presentations like this on the radio. We have to talk about what the Haitians have accomplished. Now, here's another thing. This is not 
things that I'm making up. This is backup information at the United Nations. The Haitian army, young men and women have fought throughout the world. Okay? The testing right. airmen, the Flying 99 of the United States Air Force, who fought in Germany in 1945 at Nuremberg right. and Hotschwitz. Three of these guys were Haitians. We have to bring those out to the world to tell these guys this is what they have accomplished. And then they deserve that opportunity to, be, to bring that information out. Now, the Jewish exactly. diaspora, who were all over the world after 1945, Wait, just whether second. they were when in South the, America, in North America, anywhere. When is the next uh, diaspora? Well, the next uh, the Haitian diaspora meeting, that I don't have uh, uh, a good handle on that. I don't have the actual date okay. or nor, nor the time, but I'm sure that we will find out soon when the next meeting is. But all, we were talking about the Jewish diaspora situation. 1958, right. the Jewish people were in this world, on this planet, needed a place to call home. Do you, in on, one hand, hold at up. the United Nations, hold. 50% said no, and in the other 50% said yes. Do, now, do you know which country was the, the, the tiebreaker who make Israel a nation today? You don't tell them. Hang on for a second. We got to run a commercial. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna tell them. We're gonna. This is this is exciting stuff. That's why we have to bring the Haitian situation out to the world. Let them know why we're doing this golf event. It's more than golf. Hey, hang on. I want you to give them that answer when we come back. <laughs> and now your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial, leading off vehicle loans, batting second, Grove Visa credit card. Third, Grove Student Loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, Home Loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing lender. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. All right, we are back. Uh, I have on the line uh, Mr. Jude Jean-Pierre, and Jude is now the the, the organizer, co-founder and organizer. He gave me a lot of props, but Jude's the co-founder and organizer of the Haitian Open, and the Haitian Open is being played this year in Chicago. We're just outside of Chicago, but we're going to say Chicago for all intents and purposes, August the 19th through the 21st. Now, if you want to participate, if you are hearing this and you want to participate or even donate to the Haitian Open Golf Tournament, Jude's going to tell you where you can do that and also what the benefit of the golf tournament is for and where your where your donations will go. So do where do they where do they go to find out more about the Haitian Open? Well it it's uh we are very straightforward. They can go on our website, uh the Haitian dot com. 
And as a matter of fact, all you have to do is Google it, uh, Haitian Open, and then uh, okay. the website should come up. Uh, it's uh, thehaitianopen.com and all the information about uh, the event and also some, you know, what we have done last year and now what we're yeah. trying to do this year. Uh, and all that information is in there, the golf event, the uh, VIP party, you know, uh, and then uh, where they can uh, purchase tickets. Uh, and also uh, right there at the uh, country club uh, there, you know, if they are from the Chicago area, you know, at the country club, right. the, uh, uh, pro shop, uh, they can uh, uh, register and participate on, on this event. And then our, phone number, our phone number Go is ahead. 920-809-6488. And the, uh, our email address is info at thehaitianopen.com. So that's the, uh, some of the information that they need in order to uh, register for this great event. But this is more than, go- than a golf, golf event. Go ahead, Essie. I'm going to make sure that I put it on the blog. Actually, the uh, if you if you go to our blog at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital L, capital S, capital S blog, bit.ly okay. L-S-S blog, you will see the logo for the Haitian Open and uh, links to the website. So you can go right there or you can go to thehaitianopen.com. I'm telling you, if you are a golfer and you love playing golf, uh, what is that golf course like there, Jude? I haven't been there yet. I plan on seeing it, but what is that golf it, course like? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful course. It's in Willings, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago on the north side of Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the, it's it's not too far from the West End, uh, Chicago North Shore. That's one uh, on our on our sponsor uh, for the event where people can stay there at the West End Chicago North Shore. All that information is on is on the website. And also, uh, you can just go to uh, Chevy Chase uh, Country Club. Uh, you can Google it on the, on, on the Internet, and you'll see it. It's a beautiful golf course. And uh, some, also, some, some of the information on the uh, history of, uh, of the golf course is right there uh, on our website. Uh, talk about, you know, you know when it was uh, constructed, put together, and the renewal, the historical impact of that golf course on the, right. the Chicago area. So it, it's a beautiful place to be. It's a real nice town. Beautiful suburb of Chicago, and uh, you can zip there, and you you'll be in Chicago within about 20 minutes or so. So it's it's a beautiful place to be uh, to be, and, and and not only beautiful, but the people. See the, uh, the right. people the, uh, the who are supporting this thing at Chevy Chase. They are very right. excited about this event, and they're very proud that we had uh, the opportunity to communicate with them and 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 pick Chevy Chase, you know, as a place to get this event done every year. Uh, we're going to do it for as many years as, as we possibly, and then later on, we'll take this Haitian Open throughout the country because, you know, last time uh, uh, Florida, uh, in, uh, for, uh, in Florida, we were doing it in Florida. We had picked Haiti and then Florida, and then now it's in Chicago, right. and the event is maturing, and then uh, hopefully next few years we will take the event you know, in, the, in, in the northeast and then later on California. Uh, we have people uh, all over the country who are quite excited about what we are trying to do, and we're going to keep – uh, it, we're going to put a positive image about Haiti right. uh, and try to tell people, you know, how beautiful the island is. And unfortunately, we don't have, they don't have the, the marketing firepower uh, to put out big right. ads on, 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 on CNN like you see some of the other islands do. But, uh, and, uh, you know, our effort is, is, is on one hand, we are promoting the beauty of Haiti. Uh, we are promoting uh, the great uh, project, the Serenity uh, resort project that's coming up with a uh, golf course. It, it's a, a PGA right. uh, designed golf course by a company right here at uh, uh, in, in Illinois. Uh, 
and also uh, give us the opportunity to raise some money to do some good around the island uh, with the children healthcare fund, uh, and that's exactly what we've done. Uh, when we, when we had had the opportunity to sit down and, and discuss about Haiti, that was way before the earthquake. You know, we didn't even have yeah. that on our radar at all. You know, exactly. But you know, Esty, while we were discussing, we were preparing for something. We didn't know what we were preparing for. We know something <laughs> yeah, was. Gonna, we don't way. know what something was going to happen, but we know we were working toward a goal that would have a dual impact and dual effect on whatever the outcome is. And you know, Esty, right. when the earthquake came, I was ready. Okay, went to Haiti. Good. I was on the ground and to see the the, the uh, devastation. You know, it, it's a whole different ball game when we sit and watch this thing a little blip on CNN to see what happened. But when right. you're on the ground to work around to look to see the magnitude of this earthquake, yeah. to see how yeah. many people die over two hundred thousand, we That's have building five story building collapse. We do not even have the equipment, bulldozers. You know, to to remove the rubble, to 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 take things down, to make things make things happen in Haiti. So Haiti needs need help, all sort of help right now. If you are an engineer, yeah. you know, if you are a doctor, we, I mean, anything that you do, you would like to participate in make Haiti a brand new place in renewal and helping with the situation down there. Right now is the time to make that call. Is the time to to talk to us. Is the time to talk to Essie, and Essie will direct you to to other Haitian entrepreneur in in Florida. You know, Dr. Coffey, yeah. who's trying to put that result. So, so the, the, your radio show will have a significant impact. It's going to be a great, very cool for us, for you, and for all the people who never had the opportunity to understand. I, I can talk, I, we can talk one-on-one. Yeah. I can talk to 50 yeah. people. But right. now we have the opportunity to let the world know this is what's really going on in Haiti. And and, Absolutely. and, and I went down there as a pharmacist winning uh, uh, medical equipment. Yeah, bringing medicine, bringing tents, Essie, when I returned to America, I felt like I did nothing. I felt that my wow. effort was like a drop in the bucket. Right. And yeah, I know there are some other organizations out there that are red with paperwork. Yeah. But they need the small little soldiers on, on the ground to get things done. That's what they need. Well, I tell you what, you what we're going to do is we're going to over the next couple of weeks and beyond, we're going to expand that mission. We're going to talk more about it. Um, we're going to get some. We're going to get some people on the line. I will call up some counselors or, or, or some officials that have positions that can actually affect change for Haiti. Absolutely. So a lot of problems. We're going to we're going to work on that. Um, right. Do we almost and, and we're almost out of time here. Almost out of time. But, but gonna, I tell you, yeah, God bless you. And I really want to say to the world that God bless you, Essie, for all the Thank great you, things sir. you've done, not, not for what you're trying to do for Haiti, but your desire to help. When, you, when we needed you, you were there and you responded. And that's why Absolutely. I admire you. You are a great man, and God bless you in everything you're trying to do. And we're going to be there to support you to the end. And I'm telling you that right now because this is what it's all about. When I pick up that phone years ago and I make that yeah. phone call to you, Essie, you, you welcome me. You, you went yeah. down to... Absolutely. To, to Florida with me. You, you you were down in Florida, but you you, you visited uh, Orlando with yeah. me. Going to yeah. we sat down. We had an opportunity to to try to create a strategy to see what we could do for Haiti way before the earthquake. So Absolutely. God was preparing us to do something, and now the time has come. So let us well, all work together and trying to find a way to make something happen. 
And SC man, I think you 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 you've done. People don't know what you've already accomplished, and I want to tell them what you've already done. Because if it wasn't for you, me going to Haiti at that time, I was not. I would have been prepared. Gotcha. But we were already prepared when that earthquake not came. A we were already prepared. And I want to thank you for not that, a You and your family. Hey. God bless you and all your listeners and all the people you're trying to help out there with their any situation you're trying to help them, man, they should listen and they should buy that book. You know, we're ready to, 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 to listen to you and, and, and organize with you and all the great things that you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. Jude, listen, we okay. will be talking. We're going to talk more about this subject, and uh, I promise you we're going to get the word out. We have a vehicle now. We have a platform that we can get the word out to the people. So thank okay. you for calling in, sir, and you and I will definitely be talking soon. Absolutely. God bless America. God, God bless America. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dude. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, we are running out of time. We are going to gear up for our event. Um, we show this afternoon, 3 p.m. Uh, definitely check us out. Check me out. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. I want to hear your feedback because this is how I continue to bring you information that matters most to your wallet. If you don't want to hear about the debt, okay, that's something we've got to talk about. But, for example, if you don't want to hear about the debt, tell me something that matters most to your wallet. I can only bring it to you. I can only research it. I can only make it a point of contention if you tell me. You can always reach me at the show via email, the show at LegallySteel.com, the show at LegallySteel.com. You can always check out our blog, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, slash, forward slash, capital L, capital S, capital S, blog. You can go there and check it out. You can also comment on anything that you see there. And, of course, you can always give us a call. You can always give us a call. And we want to hear about what's going on. I want to hear about the issues, and I'll promise you I'll bring them to you. It's not my goal to be on the radio, to be on a soapbox. I'm not trying to be on a soapbox. What I'm trying to do is make you aware of things around you, things that you may have your eyes closed to that are draining your wallet. Because at the end of the day, when you settle at home at night in with your family, you don't really care about what's going on outside the door. You care about your bills being paid, your family being taken care of, you having food on the table. Well, that's my goal. Uh, next week's show is going to be interesting. We're going to have a consumer advocate attorney on talking about your rights as a consumer, things you need to know, things you may be letting money get away from you by not knowing. So definitely tune in next Saturday, 10, p- 10 a.m., not 10 p.m., 10 a.m., same time, same station, Blog Talk Radio. I'll make sure I send links out to you to keep you informed and abreast of what's going on in the world around you. And before we get off the air, I have one thing to say. Call your congressman. Call them and give them a stern warning. Get it right or get out. Get it right or get out. We don't need our economy to tank. We're already in a bad situation right now. We're already in a bad situation. We don't need it to get worse. And if it does come Tuesday, then uh, God bless America, truly. 
So until next weekend, stay strong, stay prosperous, and I will see you here or hear you here. Same time, same station next Saturday. Peace.